Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown Podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I'm back at home, as uh, all this snow would make us want to do. I'm back at home to give you guys a little bit of food for thought, some thoughts to explore, and hopefully a little bit of a different mindset that we can all use to improve as we look to the week and all the, of our lives ahead. So what I wanted to talk about this week is something kind of near and dear to my heart. Let me illustrate what I mean. It's, it's something, it's one of those subjects that I'm going to talk about today, that as much as I am talking to you guys about it, I'm also talking to myself because it's something I need to hear quite often. And what that is, very simply, is forgiving yourself. Here's what I mean. I'm sure many of you guys, like me, hold yourselves to very high standards. You believe that you're capable of quite a lot. And as a result, you develop a little bit of of what many would call perfectionism, which is, in many ways, not a bad thing. The problem with perfectionism is not the perfectionism itself. It's what comes after. It's what comes from that perfectionism when you don't quite reach perfect. I know that when I have a certain standard for myself or a certain goal for myself or you know a certain amount I want to achieve that day, I know when I don't achieve it, man, oh man, oh man, if I let it, that can haunt me and beat me up, not only for that day, but for days and days and days on end. That is a huge problem. It's a huge problem. Here's the thing. I know we all can think of those times in our lives where we have most definitely said the wrong thing. I definitely have have had plenty of those. I'm sure we all have. I'm sure I'm not alone. And being able to think of the times when we definitely... Uh, said the wrong thing or did the wrong thing or realized mm, that was a mistake. And I know that I can be very guilty of hanging on to that wrong word that I chose or that uh, you know bad action that I, I made. One thing that I talk about frequently, you know, something that I think people uh, regret often is giving a person too much of your time or opening yourself up to them too much and uh, having it bite you in the rear end. And, you know, maybe that happens once and uh, you uh, say, okay, you know, that's that person, you know, fool me once. But then it happens maybe again with a different person, maybe again with a different person, maybe again with a different person. And now you start to really beat yourself up and you start to create all these reasons. And you look at it as though you're not a human being allowed to make mistakes. But that is the thing that we definitely have to remember. We are all human beings, and we all make mistakes. You know, one thing I have to be reminded of very frequently is that everybody makes mistakes, and that mistake usually only lasts a moment. You know, don't get me wrong. There are definitely lasting mistakes that you see the domino effect of for quite a while. Don't get me wrong. That's definitely the case. All right? there are definitely things that can go wrong that will impact you, not just days or sometimes even weeks, months, and years later. Obviously, those are big. But even still, harboring on them won't help anything. 
it certainly won't help you. I like I, I, I liken this to when I see a little kid who, you know, hurts themselves doing something silly. I'll give you an example. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I'm teaching class, and as I'm teaching class, um, we're doing a move in the air. It's a jiu-jitsu class, so we're doing a wrestling move in the air. I'm teaching the kids how to do what's called a duck under. So they're switching their feet, and they're dropping their one knee. And as we're doing this, uh, I'm teaching this to, to the little, little guys. Uh, little Carl, who's about seven years old, he, uh, he does the, the jump and the switch of his feet. And as he does, he doesn't keep his, his body upright, and he bangs his teeth, boom, right off his front knee. And it was a sight, and I watched it happen, and I watched Carl's face. And I can see that telltale face that so many kids have where they're like, I'm about to burst into tears, and there's not much anybody can do about this. So I saw it coming big time. But then I realized, you know, hey, I can, I can avoid the crisis here if I catch this early. And so I asked him if he was all right, and he starts to get a little worked up, and I hit my teeth. And I looked at him, and I said to him, uh, you tell me. Is crying about it going to make you feel any better? And thought for a second. He goes, no. I said, so then why are you going to do it? If it's not going to help you, then why do it? And with that, he kind of like took a deep breath and got himself together and went back out about his class and had a great class. Now, obviously, that's a silly example, but it illustrates the point. If it's not going to help you, why do it? See, a very smart person told me this about ruminating on our own mistakes. Right? A mistake is momentary. It's like a thought. Like, I know me, like, if something's bothering me, you know, when my mind is empty, when my mind is blank, or like there's a quick moment, I might have the thought of, hmm, I haven't thought about that thing in a while. So my brain is like, oh, here you go. Let's think about that for a good little bit. And then inherently beat yourself up for inviting the thought back. Not only for having the thought in the first place, but then for inviting it back. And then, you know, for whatever emotions are, are tied to that exact feeling. So when you think about it that way, the, what this really wise person said to me is they said, you know, a mistake, a bad thought like that, they're a moment. One moment in time. And just as quickly as they go, as they come rather, they can go just as quickly and they can be a part of the past as quickly as we allow them to be. Now, I realize that is something that is much easier said than done. Like I said, I'm guilty of it as much as any other. But what we really have to wonder is when you harbor on a mistake like that, when you stay with it for longer, what are you really doing? You're holding on to it for longer. You're making that moment last longer. You're making that, that discomfort, that mental anguish, you're, you're making it stretch out way, way further. And you're the one doing it to yourself, which is wor the worst. You're hurting yourself more for longer. Let's use the example of crummy people. It would be like if you got involved with somebody who wasn't a very good person and they kept hurting you, right? Whether it be financially or psychologically or emotionally. And then you don't distance yourself. You stay with that person. You stay as involved as you are and they hurt you again. See, 
you go away for a day, but then you come back and they hurt you again. And you don't really learn the lessons, so you come back the next day and they hurt you again. And you keep this pattern going. You're doing it to you, right? You're exposing yourself to the, to the hurt. It's like a, a little kid touching a, a flame and then after it burns their hand, shaking their hand away, ow, and then putting their hand back down on that flame again just to keep burning themselves. It doesn't make any sense. We're making that last way longer than we should. Now, with that in mind, you may not always feel with these type of things, with this type of dwelling on things, you may not feel like you're in control of it. And yes, we're all human beings and intrusive thoughts are a real thing for everybody. You know, that there was a joke on a, uh, a sitcom one time um, and, you know, one of the characters is saying to one of the other characters, you know, I can't stop thinking about her. No matter what I do, I can't stop thinking about her. I can't stop thinking about her. And the guy goes, so just stop thinking about her. So the first guy says back to the second guy, don't think about zebras. If a zebra didn't pass through your head right now, you're not human, just so you know. <laughs> but you, you see my point. Often the harder we think about not thinking about things, the more often we think about them. And then because we're trying so hard to not think about them, we get angry at ourselves for bringing the thought about and having the thought. And it becomes this negative feedback loop. Well, why am I upset? Because I had the thought. Oh, there's a thought again. Let me get upset because I had the thought again. Why am I upset? Because I had the thought. And it just becomes this negative feedback loop. So with that in mind, the best kind of things that you can do in those moments, there, there's a few. Number one is if you can change the channel in your brain. Sometimes that's an easy thing to do. Right? Sometimes you're doing a task that requires 100% focus. You know, it's easy for me if I had an interaction that wasn't the greatest to get involved in the class that I'm at. The class that I'm teaching, take a class of my own, whatever. By the same token, I also can get involved in a great number of other things. Like maybe if you're a big time reader, like I know I often, um, when something's been weighing on my mind, one of the greatest times it can weigh on my mind is when I'm getting is when I'm trying to fall asleep. So read a little bit, and that'll be a great time, a great way for me anyway, to lose myself in what I'm reading and not stay focused on whatever it is that's bothering me, and so on and so on and so on. Right? In terms of distracting yourself, sometimes though you don't feel like you necessarily have that ability. So if that's the case. You want something that's going to force you to direct your mind off of what you're doing. What am I talking about? A great tool that I have used in this case and I would recommend to others and I do recommend to others are guided meditations. If you go on YouTube and you search guided meditation, they'll have ones that are anywhere from you know 10 minutes to hours. You plug your earbuds in, close your eyes, and just listen and follow the prompts. And you can lose yourself in it. You know, I know when I was like, my to-do list was miles long to try to get the school ready to reopen after we were forced to close. There were nights that I'd just be staring at the ceiling for hours, hours. And I would just plug my, because I couldn't stop thinking about everything I had to do. And of course, when you're overwhelmed like that, what does your brain do? It makes you think of all the things you could have done or the things you did wrong or the other painful thoughts to dig 
stick the finger into you, make yourself feel that much more upset. But I digress. So, those guided meditations were the kind of thing that could get my mind calm, focus me on the task at hand, and even more importantly, get me to sleep on those crazy, crazy nights. But then, there have, there have to be other things too. Because really when we think about it, that anguish that we have, that, that locked in on that bad thought, what is it? It's energy. And one of the best ways to get rid of energy is exercise. Right? To get up, go for a run, uh, you know, shadow box, whatever. Do something right then and there to burn off that energy. You know, you, you guys have heard many a tale about my, uh, my German Shepherd co-host Slade. You might have just heard him a second ago because a plow drove by. How dare they? And, um, you know, one of the greatest things I can do is take him and his sister Onyx for a walk because I'm so focused on their behavior and on training them and so forth that, you know, while I'm out on that walk, whatever was bothering me, I really can't dwell on it too, too much. You know, if I'm really dwelling on something, something really bothering me, I'll make it a run so it's exhausting for all of us. And I can do the same with just about anything. I can get on the bag and wail on it for a while. I can, you know, get on a bike and, and ride. I can do those things to exhaust myself. And that exhausting will get your mind off of that channel. And that's a really important thing for us to be able to do. Tap in to that physical tool that we have. Also, don't forget how important a great support system is. I know having people I know I can trust, people I know I can open my, my, my mind up to, is a really important thing for me. I know that, the, and, and it's going to be different people for different things. Because obviously, if, you know, I made a mistake with, you know, one of the kids in my school, I said the wrong word and I'm beating myself up about it. I'm not going to go necessarily talk to that kid about it. I'm going to talk to one of my instructor friends about it. And, you know, maybe they'll give me some advice or maybe they'll have been through the same thing or whatever. And I'll be able to say, okay, now when I see that kid next here, so I'm going to make that better. Or, you know, maybe it was an interaction with one of my friends or my wife, whatever the case may be. There are different people I'm going to lean on in different cases. Now, Obviously, if you made a mistake with a person and it's the kind of thing we need to ask their forgiveness, I don't think it's a bad thing to speak to that person outright. But sometimes, if you're really beating yourself up about it, you need to lean on somebody else first. You know, you, you may understand that, hey, you know, I don't see the best way to clear the air on this mistake. So you lean on somebody else for a little while, right? Don't forget those things either. So again, first, first thing I would try to do if I were you is try to change that channel in your brain. Whatever that thing you're not forgiving yourself for, whatever you're beating yourself up about is, try to change the channel. Hopefully you're able to. And then you can move on with your day and your life. And that's not to say that the thought won't come back. That's the nature of intrusive thoughts. But forgive yourself for whatever that mistake or transgression was. And get back on track. Get back to making it so you have things to celebrate rather than things to dwell on. Second thing to do, a guided meditation. It's easy, you know, um, if it's the, even if it's the middle of the night and it's keeping you up 
All you got to do is plug in some earbuds. You're not going to disturb anybody, and it can certainly help you. Like I said, there's a ton, a ton on YouTube. Uh, if you reach out to me, I will be more than happy to share my favorite channel with you guys uh, and some of my favorite ones from them. Uh, number three, if it's the daytime or the evening time and you got plenty of time, you're not going to disturb any, get a workout in. Burn off that energy. Find a way to make yourself huff and puff. And I'm not saying you got to go crazy and do an hour. Ten minutes. You can kick your own butt in ten minutes and make yourself huff and puff and sweat and you don't want to think about those mistakes after that. And then don't forget support system. Reach out to that support system. Use their help. It's definitely an important thing. Right? We only get through this life collectively. But before I let you guys go, before I finish talking for today, I want you guys to really consider why our brain can sometimes do that to us. Or we can beat ourselves up for this one mistake. It's a very common thing. So many people live with it. So many of us do it. And my advice to you is this. Realize why it's happening. We've all heard the expression that misery loves company. Well, when it comes to uncomfortable things, they definitely have claws. They definitely have some ways to hold on to us. To hold on to that thought. Because any kind of hurt likes to stay hurt. Right? It's just like anything else. Just like when you're in a good mood, nothing wants to squash that good mood. When you're in a bad mood, it's hard to get out of it too. We're just like we're just like Newton's laws of energy. Objects at motion tend to stay in motion. Objects at rest tend to stay at rest. Well, when something's on your mind because you're upset about it, because you can't forgive yourself yet, it's hard to change that channel. Don't get me wrong. It's definitely a challenge. Sometimes we want to stay there. But realize that all you're doing by staying there, that all you're doing by not forgiving yourself, by not letting go of that bad couple of minutes, of that one mistake, whatever it was, no matter how long it's going to last. Like I said, some might be big. But by beating yourself up about it, by not forgiving yourself for it, all you're doing is reliving that same moment over and over again. You're feeling that failure over and over again. And if you do that, you can't move forward from it. You can't learn the lesson and move forward because every failure, every mistake comes with it. Each, each one brings with it a lesson. Sometimes we get lost too much in that lesson. Or rather, we get lost too much in that mistake to see the lesson. And we make that same mistake over and over and over again. There's a problem. Right? Because you got upset by the mistake, but you didn't forgive yourself and let yourself see what was really there. So as a result, you made that same mistake again and again and again. Don't do that. Trust me on that. And like I said, I'm talking to myself as much as I'm talking to you. Forgive yourself that mistake that you made and then move on to the next. Learn, from, learn the lesson. Make a correction. Don't make that same mistake again. And guess what? If you're a human being and you found a, a different path into that same mistake, forgive yourself that one too. Keep moving forward. That's the only way to progress. Forgive yourself. Don't live that same bad moment over and over and over again. That's all I have for you guys this week. As always, I ask you guys the same few things. 
please make sure to subscribe so you get new episodes every Wednesday. Uh, make sure you leave a rate and review wherever you're listening to the podcast. I certainly appreciate it. Make sure you share the podcast so that way more people can hear the, the lessons and stuff that I want to teach and I can reach more ears. Beyond that, guys, as always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at sensei underscore leonelli. You can find me on Facebook. I'm Sensei James Leonelli. You can uh, find my school at tsksmithtown.com. On Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash Smithtown. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at tsmma underscore smithtown. You can find the podcast on Instagram at tssmithtownpodcast. Find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. And until next time, I'll see you guys on the map.